Hello, I'm Robert Rickover, an Alexander Technique teacher in Omaha, Nebraska, and guest is Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. And um, this kind of, we're going to talk about the titles of F. Matthias Alexander's four books. And uh, I have not really warned Imogen ahead of time that this would be the topic. But before we begin, Imogen has in her possession, which she will hold up, a book that all <laughs> four of Alexander's books in it, which I had never heard of before. Apparently, it was something to do with Troop and Ann Matthews training uh, course in Manhattan years ago. I'm maybe. Maybe. I just, we don't know. I got it you know, in the first month or two of training, we were all advised to get it. And in I wrote the, off to someone and, and, and got it. So 1990s that, kind of period. Well, the edition is 1997. Yeah. So that was definitely before I was training. So. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I thought, well, he wrote four books and it might be interesting to just very, very briefly talk about the titles and what 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 do they convey in a way so we're going to start with his first book man's supreme inheritance and i think what he meant by the supreme inheritance and i think it would have been a wonderful um change of title if he had said r supreme inheritance by the way indeed <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know he was a product of his time where his written in the the sort of the main version of that book came out in the late night uh, teens 1917 1918 is the one that i have in this yeah that's book. so so it was a long time ago and uh, uh we're we're in a different era today but um, what I think he meant by that was the, I think what he thought that supreme inheritance was, was that, was that we have ability to use our think, thinking to direct ourselves in activity instead of just going by what things feel like. Mm -hmm. Mind over feelings. Now, he wasn't trying to get rid of feelings so much, but he, he was trying, he was saying, because you're going to have feelings one way or another. But the idea is if you want to change something or if you want to assess what's going on with you, feelings are a very un unreliable guide to, to that. They can be useful. They can definitely be useful, but you got to be careful uh, because they can be, they can be um, conditioned by how you've been, been moving if you've moving a certain way forever and it feels right it's going to feel right even if it's not a particularly good way of being yeah i think that's the idea here yes i think so i think we've got to be careful with the word feelings that's saying as as they can also i think he in this context it more means 
physical what we physical yeah what not, we feel not physically God, not em, emotions although he may have had no. some things to say about that but we, we probably <laughs> want to know what he had to say yeah about that. Um, but, but, but just, yeah physical physical yes. uh sensations and i i think one of the best quotes on the feelings is from uh our colleague uh mio morales who mm -hmm. said um Feelings are yesterday's news. By the time we feel it, it's the thing that caused the feeling has come and gone. So mm -hmm. that makes them a bit unreliable. But the other thing about that title is the it's not just it's our inheritance, it's our supreme inheritance. And so I think he's carving out, he's he's saying, this is really important stuff. This isn't just asked about the culture or back pain or being a better actor or musician. This is big stuff, right? He's sort of yes. jumping onto the world stage and saying, I got, got some I got an idea that's really, really important. Yeah. And I think he's right. And yeah, it reminds me of one of our uh previous conversations about um some of his quotes and his uh, his tendency towards sweeping statements it's just, just like a man's supreme it's like yeah yeah so he's just making this grand entrance if you think of think of his acting proclivity he was an actor actor mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. making a grand entrance into the world of ideas yeah. with that second book I think around 1924-ish, maybe you could look at your right here, I can see, tell you exactly. All there. I know, 23. 23. Constructive mm -hmm. Conscious Control. I think the full title is... Of the Individual. Of the Individual, right. <laughs> right. So if our, our supreme inheritance is learning how to use, to use our thinking instead of relying on feelings, then the question is, how exactly, what would be some good things to think? Or, you know, what, how would we actually do this? Right, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's like answering that question. It's one thing to say, hey, we should get out of the feeling plane and into the thinking plane. But then the question arises, well, how? Yes, so it's through Constructive, constructive conscious control. Conscious control. <laughs> I will say that Marjorie Barstow, my my main Alexander teacher, every every uh, once in a once in a while, maybe a dozen times over the years that I experienced, she would write out on a blackboard C C C constructive, and she would have a whole little a little. Talk, talk about what that meant. Constructive. Well, that means you're you you're you're doing something useful. Con conscious. That means you're using your brain. Control. You're you're taking charge. charge. So she had different. There were different var variants, but she felt that phrase was really important. Mm. Love that phrase. So that's the second book. And any. Any point you want to jump in here? Yeah, for sure. Um, um, it, it's 
it's just again probably to do with a more contemporary awareness but the word control okay oh, yeah is, is, like guidance might be uh, guidance might be a better word yeah mm -hmm. constructive but, conscious guidance self-guidance or so, yeah. yeah so yeah anyway um but again it's in the in the context and i understand what he means by that so yeah. alexander's third book and i would say by far the most accessible one for anyone who actually wants to read alexander is mm -hmm. use of the self the use, the, the use of the self right mm -hmm. So he's putting it right on you, you know, yourself. If you're reading this, reading this got a self, and he's talking about that. And the word use is a bit of, um, in the Alexander world, the word use has a really uh, important it's a really important word it's it refers to how you use yourself in any particular situation do you use yourself well or do you put strain on your in yourself doing things so you're are you using yourself? your constructive conscious you guidance are or are you, you or yeah. are you moving out of or reacting out of habit or yes so and i think he's also thinking thinking well why i think there's a little bit answering the question why why would you want to be interested in man's supreme inheritance and constructive conscious conscious control I mean, they sound great, right? What's in it for me, the reader? Mm. And I think what's in it for you, the the listener or reader or whoever, is that if your use is better, your functioning will be better. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Just a little aside here, Alexander was an Australian and very interested in horses and horse races. He was a bit of a gamble on horse races, and he is re reputed on pretty well because he would go down before the race and look at the horses as they were being, you know, walked around or moved walking and whatever they do before a race. Or a race. And he would he would sort of take a, take a look. How's that horse using themselves today? Yeah. And uh, it might be better or worse than the odds would suggest. And he would take that into account because the way they use them, themselves, just the ordinary or pre-race situation mm -hmm. was likely to be kind of like the way they used themselves when they were actually racing. Whatever patterns existed with walking, game, it was very likely yeah. to be similar yeah. So, exactly. so that's use of the self. So he's yeah. So just out of interest, and, yeah. that um, was published in 1932. 1932. Um, so it's like they're coming in that more or less ten year. Oh no, the first one's a little bit shorter, but right. Apart from that, kind of ten year ish in, in right and um, I uh, increments. Just uh, 
with regard to that book, he was working on it at, uh, in the uh, early 30s. Uh, Marjorie Barstow was around uh, mm. on his first training course. And she she said that he spent hours and days over the, over the exacting. He, this is the book that he really wanted to make as understandable as possible and not but not lose the basic message. Mm -hmm. And it's harder than all the others, quite quite a bitter. And it's definitely the most readable of his books, yes. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So that's Use of the Self, book number three. And then we have the fourth book, which I think the first edition maybe came out came out in the 1930s, 1940s. I get this is copyrighted as 1941. 1941. Certainly right. the one in... The, mm -hmm. No, yeah, I think yeah. one is right. Uh, that book is called, called Universal Constant in, in Living. I, think I got the exact title. Yeah, The Universal Constant in Living. Yeah. So he's introduced a term that I don't think appeared anywhere earlier, the universal constant. What does mm. that mean? Here's my take on it. Uh, I, I, you know, wary of delving into Alexander's brain on this, but my take on it is, is um, that in a sense, um, there are only two, at any moment in time, it's probably the case that one of two things is going on on you, the person reading the book or anyone. Mm -hmm. it, either you are doing thinking or engaging in some mental process or some way, way of proving your use, Mm -hmm. or it's being harmed by your activity or your not yeah. thinking about it, about it. In theory, of course, there's like, there's like neither one. You could just be going on a level plane without getting better or worse. But pra in practice, yeah, especially I, 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 he, I, it seems. It. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I feel wary of like binaries, right? It's either this or this. But in this context, it's it's a, it's a whole spectrum, but you're always either moving toward even the tiniest little bit, a little improvement in your use, to use the terminal, mm -hmm. or a little, um, yeah. um, what's the opposite of improvement? A little reduction in your good use um so, so there's a constant influence on yes. you that's um, related, related to how your um how you are how your use is changing it's either that's interesting because i um and it's been many i hate to say many years since i actually opened and read the book but my my initial interpretation of the title um was more that there's this constant principle that we can bring to wet bear oh, okay. throughout whatever activity whatever we're doing whatever part of life oh. we're in 
a um, universal constant. So indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I had not thought of that. Um, what do you think of that? <laughs> oh, I like I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, the universal constant in living. Um, yeah, that might be the best best explanation I've heard. Actually, I I. As I remember from reading, I, as I, it's been all since I read that book also. Um, but I think, I, if I'm maybe wrong about this, that he was talking a little bit, uh, he was a little bit thinking about specifically about the head-neck neck relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, that relationship, which to him, he coined, coined this term, um, uh, what was that thing? This was the primary yeah, control. primary control. I don't think he did coin it. He oh, oh really? I primary? think it might have come from. Oh. Anyway, he took off with it. I, I'm sure one of our listeners we'll viewers we'll... can can let us know. We um, want to hear it here too. But it's definitely a concept he's used used in terms of the Alexander technique. Yeah. Well, he did certainly feel that the relationship between yeah. your head and your sp spine, really, your neck or nexo combination, uh, was a for was was something that was either moving you towards an improved use or lesser less good use. Mm -hmm. So I think part of that idea, the importance of this head-neck relationship, but um, but any at any event that it's it's um, just like with the use of yourself, how you use yourself is important. But here, but here he's it's not just important; it's function. It's affecting you all the time one way or the other yeah, exactly and, and yeah. the suggestion was maybe it'd be well to nudge it in the in the direction of helping you yeah which is going to you could bring to bear a little constructive conscious control, control. And, <laughs> and reach and take advantage in of your supreme inheritance yeah i mean i mean yeah. i think that's how i see it I don't know at all whether Alexander was thinking along these lines when he came up with these titles, but there they are, and they do seem to have a, a little bit of a, pa of a pattern. Uh, they do. I can see what you mean now, how they kind of build, yeah, they build on, on each, each other. other. And then yeah. they reflect back on each other. So mm -hmm. anything you want to add? We're going to, I would just... Before you say anything, I, anyone having had any ideas about this that we haven't talked about, about we love to hear them. So, any, anything else you want to add to our? Um, not right now that I can think of. But I would really love to hear what other people, people think, and maybe other people who have more knowledge on the background that might be able to. Yeah, people who know there are, there are those experts in the Alexander mm -hmm. world. Yeah, which, which yeah. I'm I'm certainly not. not me neither. Um, you know, you know, I did earlier the use of the self is certainly certainly his accessible book, but there's another book that I think any, if anyone listening to this is sort of motivated to actually read his book, books or um, revisit them. 
and they would they don't want to run a read all of them at all of them because that take all <laughs> there is a book uh and i don't know oh, the, do the, you mean um the, um the one that was done by done by a, new, a newspaper man uh, um yeah, Imogen is searching for the book. I um, yes, I don't. It's we'll 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 find it. I, I've got a copy here somewhere. I'll find it. Um, the essential writings of F. M. Alexander. No, that's my myself's book. There's a book that's like it's basically a summary. It's a shortened version of. Oh. His books. books. I They're all think I don't think I have that. One. Um, I'll, I'll send you a link. Mm -hmm. I think you can get it through uh, uh, what's his name? Fisher's. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, John, what's his name? Yes, yes. Um, uh, so the history, history of the book is uh, Alexander was engaged and had a libel suit that he had brought to bear in 1949, I think, again, against an uh, South African uh, person, person who had disparaged his work. I don't know the, all the details of that. And this book was written to be put in evidence in the trial. And it was written by a journalist uh, that Alexander knew. knew. And I think it's called the authorized summaries of Alexander's ah, book, something yeah. like that. And Alexander is said to have uh, initialed or checked each page. Like he, like he, he it did have his uh, uh, blessing as he felt, yes, this guy has captured it. And I highly recommend that book because it's very, mm -hmm. it's clear. He he does it's it's kind of brilliant because he does does much shorter than all four of the books books, but and he he summarizes it pretty well and he is a little shifting around within the text but not much. It's really quite a a good book that I think hasn't gotten the publicity. Yeah, I actually didn't know about that. So. Well, any any of our Alexander friends, I'll make mm -hmm. sure to get the the title. And I think Gene, I get Gene Fisher, right? Yes, he, he yes. has it there. And I'll check and see. Yeah, um, I don't think it's something you'll get on on Amazon. No, that I've, the name of the the press is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't Moritz, bring it. Moritz, Moritz. yes, that's we'll it. Put, I'll put a link to that. That's a great place to get any any of the more obscure stuff of, of mm -hmm. and thing. I mean, out of print stuff and that kind of, that kind yeah. of thing. So anything you want to add to our title discussion? I don't think so. Very interesting as always, Robert. Please, list, listeners, viewers, let us know what you think. You think. We'll just come back to it. So uh, my guest today has been Imogen Ragone, an Alexander teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs>